Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome into Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall. Uh, we have a, a corporate update from Elemental Royalties uh, here on the docket. But before we get into that conversation with CEO Fred Bell, uh, just a quick look at precious metals. December gold is back up into the green. Uh, sorry, I don't think it is December gold. I think it's February gold now. Uh, to 1809. Uh, that is a 1.5% increase on the day. Uh, silver is up just under 5% to $23.63. Uh, the GDX and the GDXJ both had uh, up days today as well. So that's good to see. There is some buying coming in to the miners. Uh, so we'll see how this all pans out. There is some talk about uh, some stimulus. Uh, hopes are back on in the U.S. Uh, so we'll, maybe that has some um, reaction in the precious metals. We will see as that comes. But the talk right now is really with Elemental Royalties. Uh, they had some pretty uh, big news for them as they have doubled their asset size in an acquiring gold royalty portfolio from South 32. Uh, so, Fred, uh, this is you know pretty big news you kind of hinted towards something in our last conversation that you know there was more things to come down the pipeline for elemental uh you know talk to us about this acquisition uh, obviously big news but it also comes with you got you're, you're raising some monies on the back end of this so uh give us a, give us a summary here sure trevor so it's it's a 55 million us dollar acquisition so it is um it's our first transaction as a listed company and we've we've been listed now since the end of July. So I think um, it's 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 a really good acquisition to come out with straight out, you know, as our first deal because it doubles the size of the company. Um, and I think it from Q2 next year onwards, uh, it will include a royalty, two percent royalty on Australia's newest gold mine. So it it sort of adds our grows our revenue from this year five million US up to about eight million US next year, and then up to about twelve million the year after. So we have a, a lot of organic growth from this coming through 2021, 2022, and 2023 without doing anything else. And it's, um, yeah, when we spoke before, we mentioned we were looking at a few deals. I think this was uh, the largest one we were looking at. And it, um, uh, as part of the acquisition, we are, we're doing a $15 million Canadian financing. We upsized to. Uh, we're also South 32, which is the, was a spin out from BHP. Um, they're becoming our largest shareholder um, with about 19% of the company um, post the post to fundraise. And so it puts us in a completely different position moving forwards. Uh, we'll have uh, more revenue than we've ever had. Um, we'll have a new major shareholder. Um, and I think it's a real endorsement um, from South32, this transaction, um, for them to uh, essentially want to take equity in Elemental over the alternatives of, of just selling the royalties they have for cash. So this really strengthens uh, your portfolio, specifically in Australia, right? Um, and not only that, but it has pretty quick uh, cash flow implications for the company. Uh, kind of walk us through the negotiations through this. It happened pretty quickly in all things considered, right? I mean, you mentioned it. You just listed less than six months ago. Uh, you've yeah. now... <laughs> have pretty pretty solid portfolio within your royalty uh, assets. Um, you know, some of these deals like this, they, they take quite a long time. You were able to kind of get this done fairly quickly. Why is that? Yeah, it's it's uh, four months just about today since we were listed. So uh, we definitely haven't been sitting on our hands. Um, and 
we've been looking at a number of acquisitions since we listed. And I think this this one really stood out for us because it, it reweights the portfolio towards a tier one jurisdiction like Australia. And, and that's so important for a royalty company because we want to be diversified in our assets, in our operators, um, but with a concentration towards gold and also on the jurisdiction side, making putting our sort of weighting in, in a tier one jurisdiction like Australia, I think puts us in a really good position. And the way it came about, I think, is it was a, a process run by South 32 to, to sell some of their uh, gold royalties that they've, that they've owned for, I think, a, a long time. And, um, and I think that uh, ultimately they saw the most value in selling it for a mixture of cash and equity into a company like Elemental. And probably when we spoke last time, I think we would have said that we were always targeting one or two meaningful, good quality acquisitions rather than 40 exploration royalties. And I, I think this is this sort of ticks a box exactly. It transforms a company. It, it's an endorsement of the strategy. Um, it gives us a lot of credibility in terms of what we've been doing, going after good quality, producing near-term producing assets that put us in a different place. And this gets us up towards the um, you know, $8 million revenue number for 2021 and, and 12 million for 2022. Um, so I think on, a, on, on that perspective, um, it, it puts us in a really strong position to continue to grow the company from the base that we, we've built. Does that Australian dollar exchange rate play any hand uh, to this acquisition or cash flow in the future, you foresee? So it's, it's no, it's typically always US dollar gold price denominated. Um, and so that's pretty much a straight read through for us. And um, I think, uh, I think that's, that's why in our accounts, um, you'll see we, we keep US dollar accounts, even though we're listed in, in Canada, um, because it, it takes away some of that FX fluctuation and gives a more accurate representation of, of the revenue as we grow. Yeah. And um, it's, it seems a long time ago, but it was only we started off privately in 2017 and it wasn't it wasn't that long ago from today that we had to syndicate our first two million dollar royalty acquisition and we had to give half of it away to a mining private equity fund to get the company started and off the ground if you look at where we are today i think being able to do a 55 million dollar acquisition with an eight billion dollar miner becoming our largest shareholder um four months after after listing um in in you know what was a, a heavily oversubscribed RTO. I think we're really pleased with, with where we've got to. And, and one of the key benefits from here is that the revenue we add, 90%, 95% of it is going straight through to free cash flow. So we're not incurring any additional costs with these royalties. So if we get an extra $4 million of royalty revenue, that is $4 million of royalty revenue that you know we are getting to use going forwards. Well, obviously, the, this this go. deal comes. This deal does come at a cost in more ways than one. You do have to. You do have to go into the market. Announced a broker deal originally for twelve million dollars. Uh, it's been upsized to fifteen million dollars. Obviously, there's a lot of people interested in getting, uh, getting behind this and, and supporting the company. Um, you know, but uh, do you did you have any, you know, concerns going in and doing such a large uh, bot deal, you know, knowing that you just came to the market four months ago, as you said, that's a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah, it's, um, it is the largest acquisition that we were, um, we sort of had on the cards. Um, and I think uh, we, we guided when we listed that we would look at 
either some smaller opportunistic acquisitions, similar to some of the ones we started off with, um, or we would be looking at the more material transactions, a bit like the royalty on Taranga's Wang Yong that we bought just before we listed at the start of this year, and that really moved the company into a different place. And so it's always balancing up the opportunities versus where it puts us. But I think that this transaction, it, it, it put us in enough of a different position. Um, yeah, it really is transforming the company that I think it made sense for us, um, made sense for us to do this as our, as our sort of first acquisition. And I think it's, um, you know, in the sub billion dollar royalty space, I think it's probably only Mavericks that's done, been able to do deals sort of this size or bigger. And I think to be able to demonstrate that from the off um, means that, you know, going forwards, we know we can do those kinds of acquisitions if they make sense for us. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's a, that, that's a sort of differentiator straight away, um, being able to have the support and the backing to do these kinds of things. And, you know, for Elemental, it's a, you know, it's a startup royalty company. We started this three years ago, no money, no revenue, no assets. And today, we're, you know, we're going to have on the close of this transaction, um, we're going to have a portfolio of really high quality um, royalties over mostly producing assets um, that I think puts us in a really unique position. So South 32 now comes in as a major shareholder. I mean, for those of us who know this space well, we know that South 32 has a global presence in exploration and development. Here in America, they have a couple handful of really good projects that they have uh, been advancing for the last couple of years. Does this open the books with this relationship with South 32? Does this open the books for Elemental to maybe look outside of the precious metal space? I mean, knowing South 32 is deeply involved in some base metal copper plays. Was that, is that open for you? I think we were, we were very clear in our messaging when we listed that we would stick to the precious metals focus. And I think that's really important for us going forwards as well. And it's, there is a value differential between the precious and the non-precious royalty companies. And we're, we're conscious of it. And I think that one of the most important things is that when you come to market, like we have, and we're only four months old, it's really important that you do what you say on the tin from the outset. And if we start going off piste and we start doing things you know, outside of what we have said, I think we will confuse people. So I think it's very important that, um, especially from the outset, we, we stick to what we've said in terms of a focus on precious metals. And um, I think as we, as we grow, um, opportuni opportunities may, may come our way in certain other commodities from time to time. But keeping that, you know, at the moment, we're 95% plus waiting towards gold. I think is um, is very helpful. Right. Uh, Fred, I won't take up too much of your time this morning, but uh, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate this uh, uh, quick corporate update and congratulations on the acquisition. Uh, I look forward to seeing what other news Elemental Royalties has coming down the pipeline. Much appreciated. Thanks, Trevor. Yeah, it's Fred Bell, CEO of Elemental Royalties. Elemental Trades on the TSX Venture with ELE and also on the OTCQX with ELEMF.